ओम नमो भागवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भागवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भागवते वासुदेवाय Today we are reading from Shrimad Bhagavatam, Canto 6 and Chapter Number 9, entitled "The Appearance of the Demon with Vritrasur." And today we are covering text number 44. Atho isa jahi tvas. अथो ईश जहीसुवनत्रुवनत्रुवनत्रय तेजांसी अस्त्रायुधानी तेजांसी अस्त्रायुधानी च अथो ईस जहीस्त्र ग्रसत भुवनात्रय ग्रस्तायुधानी च अधोई सा जहिस्त्रस्त्रम् 
for word meaning and purport by Srila Prabhupada in translation. Atho, therefore, Isa, O Supreme Controller, Jahi, kill, Twastram, the demon Ritrasur, son of Twasta, Grasantam, who is devouring? Bhuvana Trayam, the three worlds. Grastani, devoured. Yena, by whom? Naha, our. Krishna, of Lord Krishna. Tejamsi, all strength and prowess. Astra, arrows, Ayudhani, and other weapons. Cha, also. Translation. Therefore, O Lord, O Supreme Controller, O Lord Krishna, please annihilate this dangerous demon Vritrasur, Twastat's son, who has already swallowed all our weapons, our paraphernalia for fighting, and our strength and influence. Please repeat after me. Therefore, O Lord, O Supreme Controller, O Lord Krishna, please annihilate this dangerous demon Vritrasur, Twasta's son, who has already swallowed all our weapons, our paraphernalia for fighting and our strength and influence. The Lord says in Bhagavad Gita, 7th chapter, 15th and 16th verse, Namam duskritino mudha prapadyante naradhamaha mayaya prita jnana asuram bhavam ashritaha Chatur Vidha Bhajante Maam Jana Sukritino Arjuna Artho Jignasur Artharthi Gyanicha Bharatar Shiva. Those miscreants who are grossly foolish, lowest among mankind, whose knowledge is stolen by illusion, and who partake of the atheistic nature of demons, do not surrender unto me. O best among the Bharatas, Arjuna, 
four kinds of pious men render devotional service unto me the distressed the desire of wealth the inquisitive and he who is searching for knowledge of the absolute the four classes of neophyte devotees who approach the supreme personality of godhead to offer devotional service because of material motives are not pure devotees but the advantage for such materialistic devotees is that they sometimes give up their material desires and become pure when the demigods are utterly helpless they approach the supreme personality of godhead in grief and with tears in their eyes praying to the lord and thus they become almost pure devotees free from material desires admitting that they have forgotten pure devotional service because of extensive material opulences sorry material opportunities they fully surrender to the lord living living to his considerations whether to maintain them or annihilate them such surrender is necessary bhakti vinod thakur sings marvi rakhbi yo ichha tomar o lord i fully surrender unto your lotus feet now as you desire you may protect me or annihilate me you have the full right to do either om gyanati medasya kinanjana shalakaya chakshuru munitamena tasmay shri guruve namaha namo vishnu padaya krishna prasthaya bhutale shrimate purijam prabhuti namine namo vishnu padaya krishna prasthaya bhutale shrimate bhakti vedanta swaminiti namine namaste saraswati deve gauravani pracharine निर्विशेष शून्यवादी पश्यता देशतारिणे जय श्री कृष्णा चैतन्या प्रभु निनंद श्रीअद्वैता गदाधार शिवासदी गौरभक्तवृंदा हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे today we are almost uh, reading end of the prayers offered by demigods to the lord where we can see demigods are feeling themselves helpless and they want that uh, lord help them and in that position in that situation uh, natural humility arises and they take complete shelter of the lord that you know we cannot do anything so far so they tried to fight that demon but demon vitrasura was so powerful that completely annihilated all their weapons and power and now they come to their senses that you know yes we cannot do anything without lord's help so they in utmost humility they surrender to the lord hmm? yesterday's class uh, surya gopal prabhu has already covered a um, uh, summary of the incidents happened so far that has brought 
to this point today. So I'm not going to cover, and most of you are following Srimad Bhagavatam daily, so you know what is happening, what is the background. So I'm not going to repeat what has happened before that has led to this situation. Towards the end, Anirudh Prabhu asked a very nice question. Anyone remembers who were here yesterday? Or anyone heard the class? So pretty much we'll continue from that same uh, point. And uh, Prabhupada's purport is basically answering what Prabhu was asking yesterday. So Prabhu's question was, devotees, uh, like demigods. Hmm? Now they have full, you can say, full, very very well versed. You know, they have, they have full access to Vedic knowledge, hmm? and they are very well versed. They know uh, the shastras. They know Vedic literature, and they themselves says that right in these prayers we hear hmm, that O oh Lord, you are omniscient, you are omnipresent. You know what we are going through. So we don't have to even tell you. But yet we tell you, please come and help us. Right? <clears throat> and uh, here we see demigods prayers are tinged with material desire. They want to regain their power. They want to regain their position in the heaven. So later in the verses you will see, Lord glorifies pure devotional service, which is beyond the personal desires one can have hmm? when they approach the Lord, one should have a selfless service mode rather than, you know, asking for Lord for something personal use. Hmm? So, devotees uh, like demigods, Prabhu asked, that although they are in such an exalted position, but still we see that uh, they, are, they are not offering pure devotional service to the Lord. So what do we learn from them? And how do we overcome that problem? How do we overcome uh, uh, the mistake demigods are performing? So that's what Prabhu asked. So we shall continue with Krishna's willing. Krishna's will. Uh, I shall be able to uh, glorify Lord. So here Prabhupada says that the demigods, they become almost pure devotees. So Prabhupada also mentioned that. So yet, they are not in the position of pure devotees. They are on the way to become pure devotees, right? And towards the end, Srila Prabhupada in the purport, mentions about uh, full surrender, the pure devotee who has unalloyed devotional mood towards Lord Krishna, what does he think in this situation, uh, in this uh, life-threatening situation demigods are going through? When it comes to pure devotees, how do they think? So what is the Bhakti Vedanta, Bhakti Vinod Thakur Maharaj's prayer, Prabhupada quotes? I'll be asking question in between, okay? So, be ready. <laughs> yes, Prabhuji, please. 
Yes. Uh, so they are saying that, Lord, hmm, please uh, do whatever you like. It's your desire. You can save me or you can annihilate me. I am fully surrendered to you. Right? So, this is the mode of pure devotee. They take full shelter of Lord Krishna in difficult situation in their life. So now, tell me, from Srimad Bhagavatam or Chaitanya Chaitamrita, question for you. Name few devotees who exhibit this mode of complete surrender. That Lord, Marbi, Rakhbi, Yo Ichha Tomar. One by one, okay? Prahlad Maharaj, raise your hand. You said some? Prahlad Maharaj, yes? Amrish Maharaj. Which name you said? Prahlad Maharaj, okay? At least, at least say five names. There are more. See, our kids are so intelligent. Yes? Dhruva Maharaj. Uh, what was the situation? Was he in life-threatening situation and he called out for the Lord? Yes or no? When? Sorry? Uh, okay, not, not, he was in, in life-threatening situation. And not at that time he approached the Lord. Later on he approached the Lord. So, Prahlad Maharaj and uh, uh, Amrish Maharaj, you said? Yes. Any other devotees? Gajendra, yes. Very distressed situation. He was in life-threatening situation and he called out for Lord's help, Lord's protection. Yes, Mother. Haridas Thakur, well, very good. Sri Chaitanya Charita Amrita. Draupadi, yes. Uttara, yes. Nagapatnis, their husband, not not pure devotional service, yes. Arjun, did he call out to Lord for help? In which situation? Life-threatening situation? In the beginning. Uh, was he afraid or uh, like that? Confused and distressed. Hmm? <coughs> Very nice. <coughs> One more name. Yeah, you brought so many names I brought already. Very nice. Gopinath Patnayak I thought of as well. You remember that pastime from Sri Chaitanya Chaita Amrita? So he was punished by King Prataprudra's son to be killed. And he actually exhibited full surrender. That I don't want to disturb Mahaprabhu. You know, If this is going to happen, I'll accept death penalty. Parikshit Maharaj also exhibited full surrender, yes, in that category. Hmm. <clears throat> now, on contrary, hmm, name the devotees 
now here you mixed it mixed up okay <laughs> my question was how uh, this devotee is exhibited full surrender and they didn't uh, they did call out for the lord and on other side uh, some devotees who didn't call out but they, they accepted the the whatever was happening you know the situation so name those devotees you have already Chitra Ketu, in which category? Okay, let me again rephrase. So first category is uh, devotees who exhibit this, that Krishna, either you kill me or you protect me, is your will. Hmm? So devotees in that category. Amrish Maharaj, you said, Prahlad Maharaj said, yes? these devotees are in that category. And the other category who are in life-threatening situation and they really call out to the Lord for help. So in that category, uh, some of you said that uh, Draupadi, Gajendra, right? Who else? Uttra, someone said. Parishit Maharaj didn't call. Right? He accepted the situation. He knew. So, are you getting what I'm saying? Clear? Uh, so, there are two categories of devotees. One who call out to the Lord and one who doesn't, who just accepts uh, the situation. Now, the question comes, <clears throat> who among these two devotees, let's say, advanced or more pure than other group? No, these two groups I'm talking about, not Hanuman. Are you clear about these two groups? Okay. So, who, who is better than other? Okay. Chandra what do you say? Any matajis? I need answer from you also. <laughs> Did you get the question? One group of devotee who calls out to the Lord for protection and one group of devotees who just takes full surrender and shelter, you know, whatever comes, I'll accept. Okay. So you won't take any sides. <laughs> right? <laughs> So is Draupadi not fully surrendered? Yes. So that's the answer. My question was tricking you. You know, it's what it was a tricky question. You know, I just uh, question was wrong actually. <laughs> so both categories of devotees are pure devotees. It's not like that. You know, one group of devotees 
and better than other one. Yeah? They both are pure devotees, both group of devotees are pure devotees and you cannot discriminate their devotional attitude. Hmm? They both are fully surrendered. Hmm? So, <clears throat> coming back to Anirudh Prabhu's question, so what do we learn from and how do we overcome? And so in short, the answer is our Navida Bhakti. So these all devotees are exhibiting uh, one or other uh, limbs of that Navida Bhakti. So, it's nothing wrong to accept the situation in the life-threatening situation and take full shatter of Lord Krishna and do nothing. And on the other side, it's also not wrong to call out to the Lord for our protection and help. They both are valid. They both are correct. Now, what is the point? The point is, the mood, the intention behind what you do is actually the key point. The intention to please the Lord, to serve the Lord, that is the thing it matters most. So when we call out to the Lord for help, if our intention is to serve Krishna, to please Krishna, then it is pure devotional service, unlike these demigods. Right? So in demigods want to regain their prowess and power and opulence. But in case of Draupadi, it wasn't like that. So we shall elaborate this subject and then we'll take a few examples. You have already mentioned in Srimad Bhagavatam and Chaitanya Jaitamila and then we'll try to understand this subject. So, asking Lord Krishna for our protection is appropriate or not? Hmm? Yes, it is appropriate. No problem. Hmm? One should approach. Now there are three points. Hmm? Now this is what my limited understanding I am going to present. Uh, it can be more, more than three reasons. Hmm? So there are three reasons in this category. If someone is uh, asking the Lord for protection in life-threatening situation or difficult situation, the first one that they know that no one other than Lord Krishna can protect me. Uh, they have very firm faith in that. Uh, they have very full, uh, proper understanding of Shastra. Uh, so they don't go anywhere else. Uh, they just approach Lord Krishna. Lord Krishna, this is the situation. Please help me. So in that mood, they are actually approaching Lord Krishna. So isn't it correct way to do? Yes, right? So if someone approaches in that mood, what's wrong? Nothing wrong in that. They are going to Lord Krishna. They are not going to demigods or any other so-called powerful person in the world. Rather, they go to Lord Krishna. Because they know Lord is all-powerful. Lord is, Lord is a supreme personality of Godhead. He is supreme. No one is equal or more powerful than Him. He is only my shelter. So in that mood, Draupadi approached Lord Krishna. So when in that assembly, 
she was uh, she was insulted and uh, about to uh, put into very precarious situation uh, the duryodhan ordered to 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 dushashan uh, yeah ordered dushashan to disrobe her she didn't ask anyone's help in the assembly and there were so many powerful personalities present there right like bhishma and all her husbands they all were present are krishna do you need anyone's help there in kitchen all good <laughs> she didn't ask anyone else uh, draupadi uh was brought in that assembly before that she uh, uh, she was approached by one servant of duryodhan and then uh, draupadi said i i won't come there in the assembly but uh, rather you find out that whether yudhishthir maharaj lost himself first or they lost me first so very valid question so if yudhishthir maharaj has lost himself then he is servant of duryodhan right so how can then you know a servant who actually lost himself can you know give draupadi as as a as a servant to duryodhan because he is his servant now you know he doesn't have anything left in one sense so draupadi wanted to know that and then when she came to assembly she asked the same question uh, that who uh, uh, who who lost to yudhishthira uh, duryodhan first uh, either me or yudhishthira maharaj but no one would answer that that's all she wanted to know uh, and there is a very valid question if yudhishthira maharaj is still uh, having uh, having proprietorship over draupadi then definitely you know she will accept uh, this this situation but she said no uh, yudhishthira maharaj cannot cannot uh, put me as a uh, as a you know in the gamble you know as a, as a, as a but then situation got worse and then we know uh, that duryodhan ordered dushashan to disrobe her she immediately calls out lord krishna for protection knowing very well that none of these people in this assembly can protect me so no this is her exalted position that she knows that no one else but krishna can help me and we hear some other stories also but actually it is uh, it is not uh, giving proper uh, proper uh, mood uh, draupadi has for example you know there is one uh, story we hear that and it's good we can tell the story to other people especially you know when we engage other people in chanting of holy name we say that you know we we narrate this story and then we say that draupadi was uh, helpless and you know she was 
she 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 knew that you know no one can help me and neither i don't have any strength left and this dushashan uh, will win and uh, she raised her hand to call out the lord but same time you know there was a sari you know end of her sari was stuck in her mouth and as soon as uh, that thing went off went out you know sari went out Lord Krishna came. There, you know, Lord Krishna was waiting. There, you know, okay, she is still trying her last strength to protect herself. But when that also gone, you know, Lord Krishna immediately came. So we hear the story that you know the Lord was having a gambling match with his queen, Rukmini, and. Lord was uh, not paying so much attention in that game. So Rukmani asked that, "What has happened? Uh, why you are losing uh, today?" So he said, uh, "I'm not feeling good." Lord Krishna says, "Why?" The Lord Krishna said, uh, "Someone is in problem. Someone is in trouble." So Rukmani says, "Then uh, please go. Uh, why are you sitting here? You know, you can go." He said, "No, I'll get late." Uh, it's too late now. Hmm. And then he said, "But for you, it's it's it's, it's possible, you know. You just uh, immediately, you know, you took uh, Garuda and you went to save Gajendra. Hmm. So like that, you know, you can immediately go there. What is the problem? No, I'll, I'll get late. Even that is not fast enough." And then he said, "But you are Lord, you know. You are present everywhere. Hmm. So all you have to do is just, you know, you just appear there." right uh, uh, so lord krishna says no that is also uh, uh, not possible you know it will take too long time and then lord krishna immediately says okay now way is clear you know i'm going uh, so we hear that you know draupadi sari came out of her mouth and then lord krishna says yo oh, now way is clear you know i'm there <laughs> so lord krishna was uh, waiting that you know draupadi takes full shelter of lord krishna and then he comes but here we see that uh, yes this is folk story it's not mentioned in any shastra as i believe but uh, it's good story but still uh, it is undermining draupadi's position draupadi was never ever like that she always knew that you know lord krishna only lord krishna can protect me so she didn't ask anyone in the assembly neither she tried her own strength to protect herself rather she directly approached lord krishna so this is first point the second point that they want to continue their service to the lord when they are in this life threatening situation and they call out to the lord their mood is they want to continue their devotional service so first one is they know lord krishna only lord krishna can protect me now second point is they want to continue their devotional service and in that mood they call out to the lord i'll give a couple of example for example uttara you said Hmm. So Uttara 
in the situation that she knew that there is of course she was also in full knowledge that lord krishna only lord krishna can protect me and my child in my womb no one else but same time she also knew that this is the child in my womb is the last uh, 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 child in this uh, dynasty you know everyone draupadi's all five sons were killed right pandavas all sons were killed only now this only one child is left and you know if this brahmastra will kill uh, this child then you know this legacy of uh, uh, pandavas won't continue and it is very very important to have righteous uh, rajrishi to 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 uh, look after the citizens so she is also having full understanding full knowledge she is not just being emotional oh this is my child and you know i need to protect her she is not just being emotional this is what very uh, many people make mistake in our actually our uh, culture uh, woman is been considered you know subordinate and you know uh, weaker uh, in terms of um, a difficult situation when it arises you know they don't take uh, proper decision uh, thoughtful decision we think like that uh, but not like this uh, devotee ladies uh, we hear in shrimad bhagavatam like uttara or kunti uh, kunti devi for example when uh, when they were in forest uh, after they 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 were about to be killed uh, in the forest <clears throat> duryodhan and his his uh, his his companion arranged to burn them in that house of lack hmm? and somehow they escaped and after that they approached hmm, uh, uh, one family in village hmm, and they gave them shelter and we hear that uh, there was one demon called bakasur hmm, who had arrangement with that villagers that every now and then uh, they have to send some uh, bullock carts of grains and one human being so he can eat them hmm? so one day uh, the family member where the pandavas were staying uh, they were discussing that now you know from our house someone has to go and kunti maharani happened to heard that conversation hmm? so out of uh, compassion hmm, she after hearing that conversation of that family member she approached them and said you know don't worry you know and she also felt that these uh, people have given us shelter in this situation so it is our duty also to help them in their difficult situation hmm? so she said that uh, don't worry my son can go uh, you don't have to your family member can stay here safely but my son my bhima can go uh, and uh, fulfill this obligation and yudhishthira maharaj came to know and then uh, yudhishthira maharaj said to his mother kunti devi that you know ah, but our strength is bhima you know we are dependent on bhima uh, our our in future you know when time comes you know bhima is needed very much to conquer our kingdom and you know fight kauravas and what you what have you done why have you take this decision hmm? 
So Yudhishthira Maharaj thought that, you know, just because of being emotional, Kunti Maharani said that. But Kunti Maharani said, no, you know, I know Bhima, I know him. Uh, not only that, he will go there, uh, but he will kill that demon and come back. I know his strength. And then she narrates all the incidences where uh, Bhima helped him. He was poisoned when he was young, but he came out and that situation, you know, where they were, uh, uh, they were planned to be burned alive in the house. Uh, Bhima brought them out, right? So she knew, uh, she had full understanding and full knowledge also, uh, and she was confident. So she wasn't just being emotional, uh, she had knowledge as well, uh, she knew. So with intelligence she took decision that, you know, Bhima will go, uh, and he will kill all, the de- all this demon. So, yes, <clears throat> uh, it's not just being emotional. Uttara uh, is rushing to Lord Krishna uh, that, no, this is my child, you know, please save. No, she knew that, you know, devotee will come and then Bhagavatam will be spoken. And for all the people in the Kali Yuga, you know, this Bhagavatam will come to their rescue. Uh, so it was in that devotional service mood that Uttara is asking Lord Krishna for protection. So, is that wrong? No, definitely not. Right? So, this is also pure devotional service. And the third point in the same category, <clears throat> that Lord has uh, his, his Ras Raj, right? So, he enjoys all the Rasas. Hmm? So we see, he enjoys with Rukmani also, who is very humble and submissive, but on contrary, you know, he has loving relationship with Satyabhama also. Uh, both are his queen. Uh, amongst gopis also there are two groups. Uh, one is submissive and very, uh, very polite. Uh, and very caring, and others are, you know, they always want to fight with Krishna. If Krishna says something, why you do that, you know? And then they they, they fight with Krishna, and Krishna enjoys both, he is Rasraj. So, it happens that to give pleasure to the Lord, this devotee call out to the Lord in their, in their life-threatening situation, or in the difficult situation, hmm? because it 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 engages the Lord. For example, it's it's natural, you know, when when your child comes to you, uh, or anyone, if someone comes to you and asks for some help, don't you feel good? Oh, he has considered me. Uh, let me help him, you know, and you feel good, right? So, Lord also feels like that. Hmm? There are a few examples. Hmm? That in Sri Chaitanya Chaitamrita, there is one devotee who is actually expansion of Satyabhama again. So he used to bring very nice scented oils for Chaitanya Mahaprabhu for massaging him. And then very nice food stuff he would bring to feed Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. But Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was sannyasi, so he would reject. Huh? No, I am not going to take. I'm not, I can't use, you know, I'm sannyasi. Now, how can I rub 
nice scented oil on my body, you know. Uh, Jagadananda Pandit, his name is. And then one day, uh, he found out that, you know, Lord is not accepting what I am bringing. Uh, these gifts he is not accepting. So he said, I am going to fast. I am not going to eat. <laughs> and he wouldn't eat. Uh, and then Lord had to come and, you know, pacify him. Okay, Jagadananda, you know, I will take, you know, I will eat. Uh, but you now please eat. You know? So he has to pacify him. So see, uh, he has that mood. And then uh, he induces Lord uh, to do something for him. But the mood is ultimately that he is rasras. He enjoys all kind of ras- rasas, you know. And he wants to give pleasure to the Lord. Hmm? Not that, you know, something personal is involved in this kind of uh, uh, position, in, in this kind of request. Hmm? Advaita Acharya, for example. Uh, so he makes Lord angry. <laughs> right? So he, he devises a plan uh, and then he makes Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu come to him and beat him. Uh, so this is in devotional service mood that you know devotee may call out and engage the Lord for their service. For example, Lord Ram. And so Lord Ram we see his life, if you have to caption his life, uh, what is his life about? Difficulties, right? Full of difficulties. And when you read his life story, Rama and we read here, what comes out, what emotion comes out in our heart? Do we feel uh, compassion for the Lord? Oh, Lord is going through so much trouble, you know. Oh, oh Lord. Do we feel like that? Or no? <laughs> we do, right? Uh, so, Lord is using that emotion that he is going through so much trouble and now you know devotees read and hear about himself it brings that emotion out and then you know through that emotion that bond is uh, becoming stronger so it can happen devotees call out to the Lord so that you know loving relationship become more stronger between Lord and the devotee so these are the three reasons uh, uh, can be more, as I said. Mm-hmm. These are the three reasons devotee call out to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Please name them. First one, they have complete knowledge that only Krishna can protect. Second one, they want to continue their service. And third one, Krishna is Rasaraj. You know, so they want to engage in different rasas. Mm-hmm. And we gave example of Draupadi in the first, second, Uttara, and third, you can, there's no direct example I can think of, but a few examples I mentioned like that. Advaita Acharya and Jagadananda Pandit. Now on the other side, devotees who take full shelter and they don't do anything, like Prahlad Maharaj and Amrish Maharaj, they say, Krishna, it's your desire, whether you kill me or uh, protect me, I'll accept whatever is there. What is their mood? What is their devotional service here? Hmm? So here I mentioned four points. The first one, that they are so much engrossed in their devotional service, remembering Shravanam, Kirtanam, Smaranam, that they don't even feel that they are going through troubles. 
same for them, you know. They are completely absorbed that they don't feel that, you know, they are going through troubles. And it comes and goes, you know, situation comes and goes. <laughs> they are fully surrendered. So they don't call out. Prahlad Maharaj, for that example, you know. So he wasn't worried, oh, my dad is, you know, my father is, you know, throwing me in a, in a, in a fire or, you know, throwing me out from the cliff. You know, he is just absorbed and thinking, Lord Krishna, you know, Narsimadeva. And he is just uh, remembering Lord Krishna, that's all. Uh, this is their mood. Second, humility. Out of humility, they don't call out to Lord Krishna. They think that, you know, I am servant of Lord Krishna. How can I engage Lord Krishna in my service? Huh? In that category, I feel Sudama Vipra suits very well. He was poverty-stricken, Brahmana. And he was going through so much problem. In terms of maintaining their livelihood also, they didn't have enough clothes. Their clothes were torn and just says, you know, they both had just a single piece of cloth. Every day, they would wash and then they put on that same cloth, wet one. And food, imagine, you know, this kind of situation they were going through. But Sudama and his wife, they were so much devoted to Lord Krishna. And until that point came, and then we hear that past time, you know, his wife asked, okay, we know Lord Krishna is your very close friend from the time of Gurukul, you studied together, please go and ask. And whole thing happened, even Sudama went to Dwarka, but he didn't even ask. <laughs> he went to ask for some some uh, some opulence, but riches. But he didn't even ask, and Lord Krishna gave him later on. So this is the mood, you know, that I am servant of Lord Krishna. How can I ask Lord Krishna and engage him in my own service? So that's why they don't ask. The third, they think. The third point, they think that, you know, this is my karma. Uh, I must have done some sinful activities, mm, and I am sinful, and I must be punished, and I must tolerate this, and I must go through this. Mm. So in that mood, they will never ask Lord Krishna. Even in life-threatening situation or any problem in their life, uh, they will not ask Krishna for help or protection. Mm. And we hear, uh, Brahmaji mentions Tatenu Kampam Susamakshamanu. So he says that this is my karma, you know, I'll tolerate that and I'll continue my devotional service. So in that mode, they take full surrender. And the fourth one, whatever Krishna desires, here Srila Prabhupada mentions, Maribe Rakhibe.
Srila Prabhupada had exhibited this mood very much. On the ship Jalduta, he, when he approached almost uh, America, shores of America, he wrote a poem, right? And we hear that beautiful poem. Should I read that? Lilamrit, second part, the first book on the left. I mean, go, go, and they, one second, third from top, third shelf from the top, and, no, I think second shelf from the top, and right, Lilamrit, yeah, the first book. The first book, pick the first book. I mean, volume two. Sorry, I would have taken that. I read that. So here, the poem Srila Prabhupada writes, so I'll read only a few last verses Srila Prabhupada wrote. So he says, O spiritual master of all the worlds, I can simply repeat your message. So, if you like, you can make my power of speaking suitable for their understanding. Only by your causeless mercy will my words become pure. I am sure that when this transcendental message penetrates their heart, they will certainly feel gladdened and thus become liberated from all unhappy conditions of life. O Lord, I am just like a puppet in your hand. So, if you have brought me here to dance, then make me dance. Make me dance, O Lord. Make me dance as you like. I have no devotion, nor do I have any knowledge, but I have strong faith in your holy names of Krishna. I have been designated at Bhakti Vedanta, and now, if you like, you can fulfill the real purport of Bhakti Vedanta. So, here Srila Prabhupada says, you know, I am your puppet. Make me dance as you like, you know. So he's not saying anything, he's not asking anything for his personal uh, reason. Uh, he says, now you have brought me, this is also your will. You have brought me here and uh, this is the mission. If you want to fulfill, you empower me. Uh, I am just like a puppet in your hand. So there is full surrender. Uh, and Prabhupada also again in that, they want to continue their service. The other point I was mentioning. Devotees want to continue their service. So when the Prabhupada was very sick, and uh, devotees asked him, Srila Prabhupada, shall we pray to Lord Krishna for your protection? Then what did Prabhupada say? Huh? Yes, you can pray. But how to pray? Srila Prabhupada mentioned that, right? So he said, you can pray to Lord Krishna that Lord Krishna, our spiritual master, has still his service incomplete. If you desire so, please you know, keep him here amongst us so he can complete his service. Like that you pray. So this is what Prabhupada's mood was. Full surrender. So whatever Krishna desires, I shall do it. So let's do recap a little bit. So here, those devotees who take full shelter, the four points I mentioned, 
what were they? First one, they are completely absorbed, like Prahlad Maharaj. Second one, humility, huh? that I am servant of Lord Krishna. Why should I call Lord Krishna for my help? Example, Sudama Vipra. Huh? The third one, my karma. I am going through my karma, I should tolerate. Why should I disturb Lord Krishna for my personal help? Who? Lord Brahma. And the fourth one, whatever Krishna desires. We took Srila Prabhupada as example. So, yes, the both category of devotees are pure devotees, one who calls out and one who doesn't. But ultimate bottom line is they both want to please Krishna. They both want to serve Krishna. They both want to continue their devotional service in Krishna. In that mode, they do whatever they do. With this, I shall end Srimad Bhagavatam here, the class. And please, if you have any comments, any correction, any questions, you can ask. Thank you so much. Yes, Prabhuji. Where does Lakshman? F- yeah, he was the When? I mean, which category? Which group? Well, I mean, he, I think, full surrender, you know. Uh, I meant to serve Lord, Krishna, Lord Ram, you know. So whether he chastises me, he punishes me, he annihilates me, I shall continue devotional service. So I would say, you know, he is in that full surrender category. Yeah. Yes, anyone else wants to say something? Question? Yes, Madhu. Uh, slowly, slowly. Last part I didn't get it. Uttara. Huh. Yes. So yes, that I already mentioned that. Said so, devotees know uh, that uh, only Lord Krishna can protect them. Hmm? So that's why they take shelter of Lord Krishna alone. Hmm? Is that okay? Hmm. Anyone else want to say something? Okay. Srimad Bhagavatam ki, yeah. Srila Prabhupada ki. Yeah.